Welcome to another episode of The Gist Pod. I'm your plug, Glory Chris, and this is the gist for today. Sometime in February, I received a distress call from my neighbor and she asked that I hurriedly made my way to the hospital. Without planning for it, I had to spend a night and an extra day in the hospital. And although I was very glad to be of help, the whole experience was very strange to me because that would be the first time I would have to spend that amount of time at the hospital as an adult. Now, the thing is, I've never liked the smell of anything related to medicine the odor from drugs to utensils to the whole facility I, I don't just like the way medical facilities smell not that they smell bad but mm, it's really not my thing so yeah that's that let's get one thing straight though I love the people there shout out to all medical personnel thank you so much for helping us out all through the years we appreciate you especially during the lockdown thank you so much anyway during my stay in the hospital I had to inhale the combined smell of disease injections disinfectants people I had to stay awake not because I wanted to but because sharp screams fill the air and they constantly felt any attempt by sleep to whisk me away my heart almost failed when I saw the first dead body being rolled out that night the face of the bereaved covered in tears disappointment the loss of hope the loss of life I, I couldn't stand the sight of it so I decided to step out to get some air after roaming for a while, I found an empty seat at the security post and I sat there for a few minutes until I drifted to sleep. But like other times, it was short-lived because I was startled by a car coming onto the driveway. Screeching tires made me jerk and I was awake again. After idling, the occupants emerged from the car, all of them with worried looks on their faces. And all three of them approached the staff seated close to me and I had no choice but to go through the unpleasant experience of listening as father, daughter, and mother struggled to explain what the problem was. I honestly, honestly wished that I could take all their problems away with a snap of my fingers, but all I could do in that moment was pray for each one of them as I passed by. I thought to myself, hey, Glory, be calm. By morning, you'll be out of here. You know, because no matter how much I tried to be a support system to the person I went there for, I was struggling, coming to terms with all that I saw. Finally, morning. Morning came. And just as I was about leaving, something came up. So I had to cancel my plans of going home. And I had to stay until later that night. Thankfully, she was discharged that night. And (laughs) by implication, I was discharged as well. But here's the thing. I had no idea how much my stay in the hospital had affected me. Throughout that week, I, I noticed that I became withdrawn. I did not respond to church or personal activities. I didn't have the will to cook, clean, or do any of the basic things that required my doing. It got so bad that my family members actually surprised me with something that was a major need in my life. I couldn't react with the level of excitement that would match that. It's just, it's just, I guess being in the hospital reminded me of the losses in my life I found difficult coming to terms with. I mean, seeing those dead bodies brought to the fore of my mind. The fleeting nature of life in a moment it's here and in the next it isn't. Some friends say I was traumatized. Whether I was or I wasn't, I have no idea. All I know is that I, I made a mistake. And not just me, but... 
I've seen several people make the same mistake as they navigate life, fixing their gazes only on the bad and completely taking the good out of focus. I totally forgot the smiles on the faces of mothers in the obstetrics world as their babies were put in their hands, the relief and happiness on the nurse's face when the woman with painful labor finally put to birth, the joy on the doctors and families' faces when a patient was being discharged. Somehow, my mind by default refused to dwell on an acquaintance sister who suffered a heart-related condition and survived. You know, it is for times like this that we are often advised to keep journals. I mean intentionally write down things we are grateful for at various points in our life. The thing is this, the human mind has been wired to focus on pain rather than the opposite. That's why you would easily remember a wrong that was done to you as opposed to good. So to check that and to keep our hearts and minds in a position of gratitude and positivity, I strongly believe and recommend that systems should be built to promote and encourage that. And one of the major things I've learned from that experience and from the losses I've seen and experienced is that there are two responses to pain. When a person experiences pain or tragedy, they will either focus on the pain, wallow in it, and in most cases never get help or get out of it. It's almost normal for such persons to stay broken. But then there are those who would accept the bad, focus on the good, probably learn a lesson or two from the experience, seek for help, and oftentimes they come out of the pain stronger and better. The letter may sound so smooth and easy, but trust me, the processes will be thorough, painful even. And there are days your heart will literally feel like it will burst open. But the truth is that healing is possible. In reacting to my sister's loss some years back, a family member told us, you cannot keep looking back and expect to go forward. So yeah, if I want to move in the forward direction, my eyes should be on that. I can't keep averting my guests to the back, you know, and think that I wouldn't miss steps going forward. That's impossible. We may never make sense of all this, but along the line, we begin to gain clarity as we position ourselves to live in God's love despite the pain, the strength we need to navigate these times, the healing we need to move on and truly live lies in one name, in one person, Jesus. If you're going through any sort of pain or heartbreak or loss or whatever it is, I would like to say a prayer with you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask for peace. We ask for healing, we ask for comfort, and we ask for strength that in time like this you guide our hearts. You give us the strength, the wisdom to pull through, to come out stronger. Thank you for healing our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. So we earn with our board verse for today. Our board verse for today is 1 Corinthians 1 verses 3 and 4. And it says, Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort, who comforteth us in all our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble, by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. May God give our hearts rest on every side. Thank you for listening. I'll see you in the next one. Your name
Who you are 